Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special 15th year anniversary edition. Is that what we could call Not it? Not of the podcast. Yes. Not of the podcast. Here we are. We are two meaningless people talking about very meaningful things and our very meaningful 15 years together. Yeah. Hi. I'm Chris. I'm Leslie. (laughs) You looked away for a second as if the cue would be off the I was trying to think of um, the Princess Bride. What about the Princess Bride? I was thinking about Malwidge. Melwidge <laughs> is what brings us together yeah. today. I looked into the distance to see to if, see if it was on the distance. See, way. she looked onto the TV, which is off. <laughs> we haven't watched the movie in a while, but if there and here to celebrate with us as always is Chloe the cat, mm-hmm. who's trying to get on the table that we're recording from. Not uh, our children. No, we our children. are childrenless tonight. Uh, yeah, and it is today is our. 15 year anniversary, 15 years of wedded bliss, and we are at home alone. Our favorite getaway. Yes, because what, because this is what we would, would want to do. This is, it's like I told someone this morning, we don't really have anything we want to do mm-hmm. that we don't Yeah, do, it was kind of sad you know? that, well, part of it is Corona. And everything's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Who and wants to go out right now? For me, the other part is I love my kids. Yes. So like, I love our I kids. I feel like we have to drop the kids off uh-huh. because we're supposed to. <laughs> but in my mind, I was already making. So we're supposed to not have the kids today and then uh, or this afternoon and then tomorrow. But I was already like, you know, it's been a while. So we could go pick them <laughs> we up. We celebrated. Yeah, right? it's, been, it's been great. No, but, the the part that is nice is. Not having to come up with food. Oh, wow, yeah. You know, that's nice. We do miss our kids. But our big date is always, they go to my mom's house, and we come home. <laughs> yeah. We'll get food, bring it home and eat Darling, it. Darling, let's be homebody. <laughs> yep. So, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. We're <laughs> drinking our anniversary coffee. Yes. It's the afternoon. Normally, we record late at night. Yeah, it's kind of weird. you know, we put the kids down and... Jack won't be wandering in today. No wandering Jack. But Chloe has taken the position yeah, of... She's she is all over me right kinda now. Kind of getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> There's like cat hair, hair? flying I'm everywhere. Like, you're not making me feel relaxed, Chloe. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, we wanted to... Oddly enough, spend our 15-year anniversary with you guys a little bit and really just talk about uh, marriage sort of things and what it's been like for these last 15 years. So let's go ahead and kick it off, Mm -hmm. Leslie, with a... uh, A dedication? A dedication, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Really? Yeah. Mm. You have one? I have a dedication. Mm -hmm. I will dedicate uh, to Prince Edward Island. Uh-huh, good yeah, idea. That's where we that's where <laughs> Prince Edward Island is a tiny little island in Canada. Those of you who know Anne of Green Gables, it's uh is it does it take place in Prince Edward Island or did she just write it from there? Do you not know? I just I don't even know how to answer that question. I don't know. You don't know? Huh. How would I know? I, I, if I was Japanese I would know. <laughs> that bit's coming later. <laughs> Yes. It takes place there, too. Uh, yes. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, how would I know that? I don't know how you don't know that. I know what we're doing tonight. Going to Prince Edward Island? No, we're going to read Anna Green Gables and oh, Ellen Montgomery's fun. biography. How and fun. Some documentaries. So that's where we went for our honeymoon <laughs> because I do not like hot places, nor does my pale white skin. <laughs> nor does your wife. So we're not... There was no let's go to the Caribbean, no, or let's that go to a so beach easy, somewhere. It? it was like, where are you going? I was like, it's somewhere north of here. Yeah, he has very pale skin. I have like I don't a- know about very pale. <laughs> let's you not. Just said I it. mean, you but said I said it. it. I can say it. You can't say it. If there's anything we've learned from the current situation that I can say it and you can't say it. <laughs> don't get. Don't get- <laughs> We're not getting started on that okay, right okay. now. That's another podcast. Yeah, next podcast. Um, he's a ginger, so, yeah. It's, I prefer the British term, ginger. Ginger. <laughs> Is it okay to talk about that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
So, um, anyway, yeah. So and I just don't like the beach. Really I'm afraid of water. Uh, I'm afraid of deep water. Yes. So, not going to happen there. No. Uh, and north is just, uh, is just beautiful. It really is. The, I love the way that it, that the sort of northern ocean type feel is mm-hmm. rather than more Caribbean. Yeah. Me too. Islandy. Well, I don't want to wear a swimsuit. I like to go to like beaches where, <laughs> where you can be, where it's expected that you be fully clothed. Yeah, you got your cardigan. And man, was it cold! Yeah, I mean, this, so this is June, and we went to Prince Edward Island, PEI, for those from the area, uh, and we had to we had to bundle up at the mm, beach. They were like, mm. no one goes to the beach. Yeah, and we got there, and it man, was it was freezing. cold. Yeah, freezing. in June. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but we were out there all slickered up and. <laughs> Walking the beach together. With flip-flops on. Flip-flops on, feet purple, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. That was a great... What is your What is your favorite memory from, uh, from well, just from our honeymoon in general? What's your favorite, um, besides all the face well, kissing? Well, I think, oh, the face kissing was fabulous, but, um, gosh, well, it's just a great... It's just a great experience to be like newlywed mm. and you're free and we didn't know we didn't have kids to miss when we got on right, the plane. Right. We just went. Yeah. There was no yeah. Yeah, it felt like just the whole world was We landed us. in the hot burrito that was Boston. <laughs> I still remember the smell of that airport. That was the worst. It was. Ugh. And then we flew into Maine, mm-hmm. spent a few days there, and then we drove to Prince Edward Island on a coastal highway, which yeah. was so beautiful. But I think Did one we, of my, go, we went whale watching in Maine, right? Did we? Yeah. 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 Um, one of my favorite things from that trip was we went to Avonlea Village, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which Chris was a real trooper. <laughs> it's one of those reenactment places where they pretend to be yeah. period... Yeah, it you know, like, sort of thing. It was like so, Colonial Williamsburg, so ev- but, ev- but less professional. So every <laughs> time you you had the 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 trope of what is that contraption in your hand, sir? You know, for every you had a camera. Yes. So what is what is that? Does it steal my soul? And it's like, oh my goodness. He was so annoyed by that. Yeah. But I was so happy because I was at Avonlea. I got to go to Anne's schoolhouse, and so that was that was really fun. Just watching you <laughs> try to navigate the world of Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, yeah. In it, it's just it was such an introduction to marriage because you are yoking yourself to a person I'm, of the opposite sex who I'm cares yoked. about yoke to this woman who cares about things. This that is my you, she yoke that you don't care about at all. And you have to pretend like you're enjoying it. I did enjoy it. I, know I had a you good did. time. We did. It was. I fun. love. I have enough literary love to just be like, this is really interesting. To, yeah. yeah. So I loved going into the house and. I yeah, and that was that. so. We went to Avonlea Village, but then the really cool part was to to go to her actual mm-hmm. to the actual house and the woods around. Mm, yeah. What about you? <laughs> I uh, what? I just thought of a story. Well, okay, well what Speaking is it? Speaking of woods. <laughs> So, uh, oh yeah. So, so <laughs> we were trying to, I forgot about this story, but too. yeah. So we're filming these woods. Well, we were, this is back in Maine. Yeah. We're, we're driving down What's the, that? the coastal highway. No, it's that park. Acadia National Park. Yeah. National yeah. Park. And so we were there walking around and, and looking at, well, driving and then the woods kind of just go off and they're dense. And I said, Hey. I've got an idea. Let's pull over and I'll run into the woods and pretend to be Bigfoot. Do that Bigfoot scene where he's walking across, you know, and mm-hmm. then kind of looks sideways. And so she's supposed to, so we're going to pretend like I'm still in the car and mm-hmm. that she's just filming. Right. And this. Yes. So that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And you did that. I did. You did. And I go walk across and then I. You get back in the then car. Then I get back in the car, pretend like I'm there the whole time. Right. And she, she turns around and says, oh my goodness. I think it's Sacagawea <laughs> instead of a Sasquatch. <laughs> she said Sacagawea, so I lost it. Yeah. I was like, "You mean our Indian guide? <laughs> She's come back. She's come back." 
<laughs> but the, she knew it was a Sask or yeah, something. Yeah, Sask or something. It's Sask or It's like, well, that ruins it. Yeah, there goes our... Our big funny video. Yeah, even though viral wasn't even a thing. Then, oh, right? man, it would have been so funny. Yeah, there was Golly, no... Sacagawea. Was there no Facebook? No, I don't know. I'm sure there... Maybe, we, maybe some someone... people were on it, maybe. I think the Zuckerbergs were on it. We were not on Facebook at the time. No. Because no cause one ever got them. to see the yeah, video. Yeah, we would have seen the video of Sacagawea. Because <laughs> you were so in your actress, which she does not do no. very well or often. No. And she totally... So she's like, oh, it's Sacagawea. And so she whips the camera around to me and it's on my face and I'm like... What? Who? Sacagawea? <laughs> you know what? That was on, um, that's on a, like a VHS tape. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Golly. <clears throat> so, no, the, the, there, there are three stories that I can remember mm-hmm. from there. One, my favorite, and two, just, just funny. One thing that was, that I think was funny was that's when you learn that, that the difference between a puffin and a paraffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you said, oh, is that a paraffin mm-hmm. when it flew by? A little bird. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, it's a puffin. Right. And I thought how funny it was that you probably thought paraffin wax was made out of these little birds. <laughs> it's melted down. I mean, why that's not? That's a paraffin wax candle. And you're like, oh my goodness. Wow, that's They just sad. melt that bird down and then burn it. Because they're so cute. They are. How? But they will, they can stay lit for hours. That's cruelty yeah, right yeah. there. Uh, I would say my, my favorite thing was... Probably actually not even in Prince Edward Island. Uh, my favorite thing was the whale watching. Yeah. Because yeah. we had a whale come right up yeah, to the, Like a really big cool. humpback <clears throat> whale. They are so huge. Yeah. So like I couldn't even fathom how no. big they were. No. Until it was right there. Because <laughs> we'd seen it out kind of in the distance. Like, mm-hmm. psh- Mm-hmm. And then, and they said that we probably wouldn't even see humpback whales, or they're very mm-hmm. rare, and all this. I don't know if they were just trying to sell us up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, we happen to find one, and it's really just on a it's leash. It's like their pet. It's leashed down there. Yeah. Uh, and but when it came up to the boat and kind of, uh, oh, and we turned around and there it was. It was immense, mm-hmm. and it was like at that. That is one of the most amazing creatures God has ever designed. Mm-hmm. And you can see now why in scripture it talks about like how, yeah, and I don't even think the humpback whale is Leviathan, but you know, the Lord's power over the sea creatures showing hit, because when you're looking at that, it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big animal. Yeah. That's a big animal. Yeah. So that was really probably one of the mm-hmm. neatest mm-hmm. parts of the trip. Do you remember that whale? kid on the boat? I hated that kid. We saw a kid. We we saw a kid with his parents, and they were totally oblivious. Totally oblivious. And he was just licking, licking the rail of the, the boat. The sea rail of the fish boat. Like. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, and I guarantee you, that's the guy that started Corona. If and anybody we- would have gone to a wet market and eaten a bat, that's the guy. He's grown up now, 10 years older, 15 years older, I guess. Yeah. And, oh, God, I was just watching it like... And we didn't have kids. Yeah, we didn't realize that, like, the parents were probably just happy the kid was just doing something besides pestering them. Like, oh, he's occupied. He's occupied. He's okay. He's safe. Like, up and down. Like, he was... If you if he would have had paint on his tongue, he would have repainted the rail. Yeah, just it was, good smooth ugh. strokes, not just flicking his tongue out like <laughs> like passing yeah, along the definitely. Oh, so yeah, that was that kid was. It took it. it what well, one thing that I forgot about deep sea stuff from that is how long it takes you to get out there. Like you're on a boat for a long time before right. you get to away the, from shore. Yeah, and then when you're out there and there's you can't see any land. Yeah, it's really weird. It is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, that was probably my favorite thing. Although I did love driving up the coast. Mm-hmm. Driving up the coast. Landing in the Boston airport, which I mentioned, was like a hot burrito. Mm-hmm. was my least favorite. We got there and it's June and it was hot. Mm-hmm. I'd heard all these stories about people in New York complaining about the heat in the summer. It's because they're totally ill-prepared for it, apparently. Mm. Because the airport, 
was mm-hmm. it had to be eighty five degrees and it yeah. stunk. Yeah. So bad. And we were just changing planes and I could not get out of there <laughs> fast enough. It really did it it actually dwindled my love of American history. I was like, I would love to come to her Boston yeah. but not if I have to Yeah. Not if I have to go there. Uh, so uh, we're, we'll land outside the city and and drive in. Tickets to Boston right now are only like two hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, round they trip. Were last we checked. Round trip, mm-hmm. two hundred bucks. That's not bad. I wouldn't. I would fly into a hot burrito. Yeah. for two hundred. Oh sure. We that should be that. a t-shirt. Definitely. I would fly into a hot burrito for two hundred. <laughs> so okay, so that would that was. So I can't think of what my favorite memory from Prince Edward Island would be. Yeah, you said there was one more. Yeah, I. I it's my remember. memory. I can't yeah. remember what it was. I should have. You might it down. think of it. Yeah. But that was, we got to see blueberry farms. That was weird. Yeah. We were driving up Maine. Maine, which, false advertising alert, everything in Maine is moose. (laughs) Everything has pictures of moose. Mm -hmm. Our kids couldn't stay away forever. Uh, Everything in Maine is pictures of moose. But then when you talk to actual Maine residents, they tell you, oh, yeah, we don't have any moose around here. You have to go way up north to get the moose. And I'm like, it's... It's all about moose. It even had moose crossing signs. Yes, yes. And they're like, oh, no, there's no moose. <laughs> I was like, what? So I was so ready to, I mean, I was, you can ask Leslie. Mm. So we're driving this thing and I'm eyes peeled like crazy trying to see a moose mm-hmm. somewhere. No moose. No moose. Plenty of wild blueberry patches, mm-hmm. which was really neat. Yeah. But uh, it was. that's the first time I'd seen blueberries in I can the wild. still remember how it smelled. Like the smell. It was such a thick, foresty. I'm just feel. amazed that I remember. I have the worst memory. Yeah, I'm impressed. I have the worst memory. So to remember those things yeah. and they're very distinct. Yeah. Are, is, it must have been impactful. Yes, it was. It was a, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. So then we got to Prince Edward Island. Oh, I remember the story I was going to tell from Prince Edward Island. My favorite thing there was, do you remember what all the drinks came in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so on Prince Edward Island, all the drinks are in glass bottles. Uh Uh-huh. Everything. And we thought it was the neatest thing in the world. Right. And so we're like, wow, glass. Yeah. We talked to one of the local people. How quaint. And they hate glass. Mm -hmm. They want aluminum cans. In fact, (laughs) they so desire pop in aluminum cans. (laughs) Okay, so there's a bridge. It's like six or seven mile bridge. Eight mile bridge. Eight mile. I think you're just thinking of the movie. Maybe. I have eight in my head. So anyway, that that crosses from the mainland in Canada out to the island. You're just going on a bridge over the open ocean for eight miles. Right, which I don't know if I could do today. I don't know if you could either. When I think about it, I'm surprised that you did it. Well, it's because I was young Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. It was an adventure. So to get onto the island is free. To get off of the island is forty dollars in total. <laughs> to get onto the island doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. To drive back off, forty Which, U.S. dollars. Now that we've been through New York City, I mean, New York City was twenty bucks to, to get around. Not to even like, through New York to go around it. They're like, you owe us twenty dollars. <laughs> we didn't even go through the city. Yeah, thought, still twenty dollars. We thought the Turnpike in Oklahoma. Yeah, was yeah. Steep. You ain't got no complaints about Oklahoma Turnpike, friends. <laughs> Because we just went, I mean, it didn't even take long. And it was like, five bucks here, ten bucks here, five bucks here, see you later. You didn't even go through New York. But, uh, so these, they so desired aluminum cans Mm -hmm. that they would take up collections to pay the toll Mm -hmm. to then send one car across the bridge (gasps) to the mainland to buy as many aluminum can pops (laughs) as could fit in their vehicle and then drive them back onto the island and they'd all pop open these aluminum cans. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, we would it's love so glass. Funny. It's the grass is greener. Yes. Like, totally. Yes. The grass is greener on the other side of the seven mile bridge. <laughs> it was so, that I was wonder, one of the, that was one of the weirdest things know, to me. You know, that was probably pre-Amazon. I wonder if that's changed. I would doubt that Amazon, or I, I don't know, I don't know how, oh, oh never mind yeah. Amazon, never mind. We're not allowed to. <laughs> we shouldn't say we that shouldn't name. We shouldn't have said that name. They're that's watching. on us. Here's what she, I found. Amazon, never mind. She was searching she for could, something, and who knows what she, she was She would about probably to know if people in Canada order a yeah, lot of aluminum. <laughs> yeah, pops. yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't even know if they deliver that. I don't yeah, know I how don't that know. works. Do they I get special deals on tolls and stuff? I don't know. Mm, it would be interesting to see how technology has it's changed. probably just all drones. <laughs> they just fly over the bridge, so then they don't have to pay for it. 
So that's who I wanted to dedicate it to is Prince Edward yeah, Island because that, that was, was a ton of fun. That, that was, was good. that was a really great honeymoon. Well, I guess when we I were will... trying to we were trying to figure it out <laughs> and it, we chose. We chose really well. Yeah. Because it was really, we were like, Ireland. Oh. <laughs> then we found out how much Ireland was, and we were like, okay, closer. <laughs> uh. It is hard to choose a honeymoon. Mm. It's such a big deal. You want to yeah. make the right choice. Now we would probably just go to Nantucket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would just, I would <laughs> For just the rest of our life. For real. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I thought of some, something to dedicate to. Jesus. Definitely. And the gospel. The, the gospel. Like, no, thanks, no. Um, our family and friends and church that... Oh, now, you're the sentimental one, and I'm the one that was like... No, this is it's, good. I'm going to edit that out. It makes me look... I'm going to go back and edit in that I thank my family and friends. <laughs> you can share this with me. Okay. No, we had a I real... I, too. We had a really homespun wedding, like a community. Everyone chipped in to help, and I remember... One of the things that was... Chloe is sitting uh, on the phone now. <laughs> you were uninvited to our anniversary, Chloe. Move along. But she's so cute. She's God's creature, Leslie. God. She was about to here. sit hey. on the... Chloe, Chloe. Come here. <laughs> she, she was made for us to have dominion over her, and she wants us to dominion her, her back. She was trying to have dominion over me by sitting on my phone. Oh. So. Well, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so family and friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Just one thing that really stands out to me about our whole engagement period and the wedding was just how exciting it was for our church and for our family. And I just remember people um, chipping in to... Remember we had... Oh, man. It was such a chip-in moment. It was. I love that. That's a good, rec- that's a good dedication. Yeah. Because they, they bought antique plates for our... We used all, like, mismatched... China mm-hmm. for our our dinnerware at the wedding, so people would every Sunday I'd come to church and everyone was bringing me all these, these plates. The, any time, so the the call went out to just get like any of those whitish antique with plates floral, with floral design. Yeah. yeah, and people would they'd see some at a garage sale, and uh-huh. our church members would just buy a couple if yeah. they saw them and bring them, and we got a goodly stack of stuff. And the sweetest was a man named Mister Titsworth. He came up mm. to me. He came up to me one Sunday and said, "I was out. I was out running errands, and I saw this garage sale. And I went and looked, and I wasn't sure if it was what you'd like. So here, I just, I, I'll give you this. And it was a five dollar bill. <laughs> it was like, just go find just something. Just go. I wanted to help in my name. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to make a mistake. So sweet. And Richard Titsworth was the sweetest. He was the best. Oh, best. Golly. I'd forgotten about Richard. Yeah, and today I saw Thelma in our wedding photos. Oh. So many of our elderly church members who are now mm-hmm. not with, with the us. Lord. Yeah, they have gained. Yeah, we've yeah. we've we have lost and definitely. they have gained. Yeah, but our our church choir mm-hmm. sang at our wedding, yeah. and everyone brought desserts and food, and mm-hmm. it was just a really special, sweet little yeah time with them and it's so crazy at the time we did not know we would be back here no at this church like you have been their pastor now for 13 12 years wow yeah 12 years and we had no idea at that time we were heading off to seminary yeah i was finishing up uh and about to start the phd yeah wow yeah and then my just everyone worked so hard it was a big outdoor wedding and kind of it wasn't as big that at that time to have. I feel like I feel like everyone. I feel like the outdoor wedding is the thing now, and this was just at the beginning of that, so it was hard to. So I started the trend. That is not. That's what you were saying. So, I knew by your face. What you knew because you've been married to me for fifteen years, and I'm going to take any opportunity right. that I can. Right. No, it was harder to get things out there. Yeah, now everybody is prepared for an outdoor wedding. Right. Every wedding venue planner or whatever, they've got stuff for an outdoor wedding. That was not the case. No, we had to really piece it together and get it out to the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. and it was hot. And I remember my sister-in-law, Amy. Do you know how much money you would be sitting on if you would have just taken that stuff (laughs) and just left the venue? Yes. You would have been a decade ahead of all these outdoor wedding venues. There was no outdoor wedding venue back then. Yeah. I know. We missed our chance. Rats. (laughs) Maybe we can go back in time. I remember like Amy 
my sister-in-law, she was getting in the shower like 30 minutes before the wedding because she had been... She had been working so hard. She worked hard. so hard. But that's not surprising because it is Amy Jackson. She still does that. So, yeah, I mean, 15 years later, I'm still so grateful for everyone who worked so hard to give us that beautiful day. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful time. We got married in my parents' backyard um, on the land that my great-grandfather had a farm. Mm-hmm. It's the land where you proposed to me. It's the land where your great-grandfather was killed. Yes, <laughs> that too. <laughs> dum, dum, dum! You weren't expecting that, were you? Yeah. <laughs> a little dark yeah. darkness there. So, yeah. It, it was, was a special day. It was a... Do you remember... I remember... And we just talked about it with your mom this morning. Do you remember how that day started? Yeah. You cried. Mm-hmm. Because it was going to be an outdoor wedding, and it was thunderstorming. Yeah, and you just do not know. You don't know. Mm-mm. And so we prayed. I I didn't. You didn't pray? Oh yeah, I did pray. I was like, but it was sleepy, Leslie. Oh okay, sleepy I was like, Leslie. I tend to remember I, this prayer. I woke up and whimpered. In my, I was in my bed. Mm-hmm. So I woke up, whimpered, prayed, rolled over, and went back to sleep. <laughs> and like yeah. three hours later, I woke up. And we'd all been working at the house for a while. And the sun was shining. This, and the sun ended up shining real bright that day. <laughs> it was very- so imagine a day where it is just stormed. And then it gets like a hundred. Mm-hmm. So steamy. Mm-hmm. Steamy. It was so hot. Ugh. And I think other people felt it more than I did. I was pretty like... Mm-hmm. I was pretty in a, bu- a, bu- bride, yeah, yeah. a bride bubble. Um, but today, if I had to go to a wedding, oh my goodness, like you'd that, be dreading it the whole time. I would hate the person. I'd be like, "How dare you? How how dare, dare you, you drag me and my family out to the middle of nowhere in this heat? heat and then make us carry our chairs down the road? <laughs> they had to carry their chairs, <laughs> so we had chairs set up at the house, and they had to carry their chairs from the house." Yeah, down, down to the creek. reception area, and it's quite a walk. It is a quarter of a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Did so, they carry their elderly carried their chairs? Well, we tried to help the elderly. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> as, as we do. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I want to say to anyone who came, thank you for uh, what's the word? Bearing. Yeah. With yes, with us. I had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in like, retrospect, almost like patronizing us. Yes, <laughs> like, like, it is. It was, this is great. I'm yeah, glad we're guys. here. You guys are awesome. <laughs> But we um, we had our reception down by the creek, mm-hmm. had hamburgers and hot dogs and yeah, and that's watermelon. where we spent the first night of our honeymoon. That's right. Family. That was one of my favorite things about our wedding is we were the last ones to leave. Yeah, you Every, know, it wasn't. We didn't want to do the yeah. So everyone just was leaving, <laughs> and we just kept hanging around as long as people hung around. We were there. And we had a big, remember the big... Big movie, outdoor movie screen. Movie screen with old movie clips mm-hmm. playing. And it was so pretty. We had candles hanging from mm-hmm. the trees. The One of the craziest moments from that is, like I said, we spent the night down there. Well, uh, wait. So, okay, so everyone okay. left. Mm-hmm. And we walked back up. It was this pebble path. We mm-hmm. walked back up to the house. And I was... I took a shower because... We it was very we, hot. We had been steaming. Yeah. yeah. So while I was in the shower, you and my brother went down and set up a honeymoon suite. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. remember? Yep. Yeah. So then we just spent the night down there. Got in the mule, my dad's. Yep. ATV drove down thing. there and spent the night. And what was crazy about uh, about that was sometime in the night. Yeah. It wasn't. There were still candles. Still, candles were lit, hanging from the trees and mason jars. Yeah, it was really cool. Christmas twinkle lights. Yeah, so it was really neat. Like, it was a great way to, to spend your first night together. And, like, <laughs> all the, of a sudden, in, in the, the middle, middle of the middle night. In the middle of the night. Boom! <laughs> boom, boom, boom! Like, not that close together, but loud explosions. <laughs> What had happened was there were candles in these mason jars, and they burnt down yeah. all the way till the candle, till the glass <laughs> got so hot it exploded. So here we are at night in the woods, and it's just like, boom. So we can honestly say, when people ask, how was your first night together? We can say, total fireworks. <laughs> total. That's for sure. <laughs> Literal fireworks, because it was. Glass there, there was a moment of like, 
What? And then we couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Because they're hanging from the they're trees. They're tall trees. 30, 40 feet up. Mm-hmm. Well, not 30, 40, maybe 20 something feet up. And, and we just had to wait. And then yeah. it was like, I guess we can try to go back to sleep and see if <laughs> any more are going to explode. We're definitely not walking under yeah. the trees. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then the next morning, this is so funny to think about. Yeah. We, <laughs> my mom. Oh, we walked back up to the house. Uh-huh. And everyone's asleep, so we left a note that said, yeah. "We're awake, and we're you're free to come say hi." Yeah, yeah. Everybody is okay <laughs> with you to come down. And pretty soon, my mom and our niece Abigail, who was a year old uh-huh. at the time, she just turned sixteen. They came driving down in the mule with breakfast. Yep. <laughs> they had coffee and uh, scrambled eggs and cinnamon mm-hmm. rolls and. And Abigail sat there with us, and we ate breakfast. She ate off of our plates. And oh, do you remember God, that? One-year-old Abigail. Wow. And then we went back to the house and got ready for the day. And every this is another thing I loved. And instead of going right away on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. we stayed. Yeah. Because all of our family had come in, and yeah. we got to spend time with them. And yeah. yeah, we had a big picnic out in the yard and mm-hmm. opened all these presents they brought, and that was just you know it was a those great little day. things that were different from the norm <clears throat> that I think really just made it special. Yeah, where we didn't necessarily look at how is everybody doing it, and this yeah. is the sort of steps that you have to do, mm-hmm. and then you have to leave right anyway. It was really it made it more of a family type thing yeah. and a and, and, and church family and it was which is very much us tailored to how yeah. we wanted to do things it's very much tailored to our personality too. right so uh anyway yeah that was a good it was great that was, man that's a good dedication that was yeah we for having not thought about it <clears throat> we did pretty good yeah so then let's uh let's reminisce about a little bit about the 15 years okay. uh or things that have gone on so then we got married and the next thing you know we got five kids <laughs> and another on the way so we that now is, have six kids that's what it feels like five born one pre-born um but yeah mm-hmm. and here we are 15 years later it does not feel like 15 years no and all. it was funny. I just made a uh, just ma- just made a joke to you about. Well, it's fifteen years. I'm going to go ahead and head out now. <laughs> uh, and I was like, we've had two seven year itches mm-hmm. worth of marriage. And yeah, it, it doesn't even seem like seven seven years, mm-hmm. much less fifteen. No, no. And I think that's one great thing about pursuing a big family. Mm-hmm. It it keeps you busy. Like we've yeah. been busy. We are both hands on deck. Now I do. I do want to say this about marriage before I forget, so not to cut you off, but because my memory is so horrible. Um, One thing, Mm -hmm. one advice that I would give about marriage Mm -hmm. is marry quickly. Yeah. Because I, in all of the reminiscences. That is one thing that we have learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking back about all the things I love about what we did on our wedding and honeymoon, what I would change is that we didn't do it sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had bought into the idea of that you had to finish your college. Uh-huh. And that, I mean, I think I was just waiting because I had finished yeah. mine a year ahead. You were but, at seminary. But there but... wasn't it, there wasn't like a big push from me like, no, we need to get married right away. and mm-hmm. Because we knew. <clears throat> we knew. Uh, and Yeah, we knew that, well, she's going to graduate and then mm-hmm. we'll get married. Yes. But we could have totally... Which would have been awesome if we were like on year 18 of our marriage right now. So great. Year 19? And maybe kid number eight. I know. I mean, we would have been, (laughs) I mean, we would have been really a year after dating. Yeah. We knew. Would have known before even the year was up. Like this person. Listen, we we went on our first date in October. Mm -hmm. And on New Year's, you told me you loved me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said it back. Ooh. So it was reciprocated. Yeah. I mean. We'd written it in notes a couple times. <laughs> in special places. We had said it. Instead, he used to say, as you wish. But then he actually said. That's not true. What? Princess Bride. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's two Princess Bride references. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> that is, if we could give any advice 
And if we could encourage you to give any advice yeah. to young couples, it, there is one, I mean, let's just talk about the reality of there is just so much temptation with someone that you know you were going to marry. Uh-huh. And especially in our world that allows young couples to be alone, yeah, which is just foolish. Yeah. Uh, there is, so the, the world is placed on us this idea of get a degree or whatever, or that once you get married, you you can't do that if you were so choosing or whatever. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but you see all this really law lo- marriage is a huge blessing right. and it's a picture of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And all of that is truncated when we buy into the world's view of how things are supposed to be timed out. Right. Uh, and the idea that you're going to date for five years mm-hmm. like we did. Mm-hmm. Now, some of ours was because, I mean, we would see each other three times a year. It, it, three periods within the year because I lived in Kentucky. Well, that that one year <clears throat> when you was went to Kentucky. Year? It was two years, wasn't it? I, I thought know. it was two years. Maybe it was just one year. But Yeah, you're just a year older than me. Maybe it was a year and a half. Because I graduated yeah, in December. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... That idea, we lost out on, on so much, so much time fun. together. Fun years. Cause, and you have fun when you're dating. Yeah. It's fun, but it's not the same. No. It's not the same, and it has the restraint that should be on people who aren't married. It's just backwards. It is so backwards. Because you're thinking, oh, we want to have fun. And I know, I know this person <clears throat> is the one I'm going to be with. Right. But I'm waiting un- for this Ungod- not that college is ungodly, but, but it's certainly not it a godly. Pales. Yes. Like, because that's what people would say. Like, you need to enjoy college. What is more what? enjoyable than... Than marriage. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, what? Go into Hastings and renting d- d- DVDs? You need to You need to have your like, independence. One, I would tell you that it's nowhere <laughs> found in Scripture. And a lot of reason in Scripture to just pursue these marriages. Yeah, we're getting riled up. Yeah, right? yeah. But anyway... <laughs> I would, and and it is so hard now to bite my tongue when uh-huh. I see young couples that are not just getting and married. You normally don't bite your tongue. Well, that's why I said it's hard to bite my tongue. <laughs> it's hard to bite my tongue, so I just say it. Sometimes like you guys they're just not. Married. They're not really under your. Yes, they're not under my shepherding, right. and the Bible says that I'm supposed to shepherd the flock that is among right. me, and I do not want to overstep some other pastor's bounds right. who knows, might know things that I do not right. know, right. and I don't want to throw that out, so yeah. So I am very cautious about that, unlike many pastors. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yes, but those that I do know, mm-hmm. and I, I, and that are under either no one's authority or under, under mine, I do mm-hmm. say. You need to get married right away. Yeah. You should get married. Why are you waiting? It's yeah. silly to wait. And any, anything someone would say to combat that, it, it, where are you getting that? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The, it's, there's no doubt that when you have the discussion with them, it becomes very clear. Thankfully, both, I mean, to you and to, to them, that uh-huh. what they've been waiting on and the reason they've been waiting is not a is not a godly reason and might actually be one that is gonna, that hampers their godliness yeah. because they've struggled with whatever they right. you know all these things and i say well you can get rid of that temptation uh-huh. by being married right and you can have this joy that you're looking for mm-hmm. by being married mm-hmm. so all of these things you know how you can answer it not by well our wedding venue opens up in this Mm-hmm. Or particular, you know, we really wanted a this time wedding. My or whatever. dress couldn't be yes. ordered until yeah, yeah. it wouldn't so, have been in until this time. Anyway, yeah. yeah so that would be my one advice mm-hmm. to uh, to married uh, people. I was actually going to do that in the uh, in the Jello salad at the end, but I, then I couldn't wait. I didn't have <laughs> the self control, and I thought, don't <laughs> wait to the end. Uh, but that would be that would be my my advice. What about uh, in terms of Reminiscences, reminiscences of marriage. Do you want to share with them? Oh, from the fifteen years. I mean, if we're talking about marriage, what do oh, you or, or like things I've learned, like that sort you of. You don't thing. have to talk about things you've learned. Just to well, I was, years. I was thinking about something that I feel like things really um, only get better for us as, of course, as we mature mm-hmm. in godliness and in our Christian life. But um, one thing that has been so helpful is. Not looking to you for my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that that uh, wanting you to fulfill whatever is lacking in me would not be working. And mm, that yeah. I think 
a lot of times when people see happy couples, they think they're, well, they're lucky, they're compatible. Mm -hmm. And we are very compatible. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. Um, But I think a lot of the joy... But I think some of our compatibility Mm -hmm. also has been a part of our Christian growth. Definitely. I think we've become more compatible. Definitely. Because you learned to die to yourself. And you didn't. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Yeah. I learned to die, and you learned to cannibalize off of me. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's perfect. It's great. Yeah, but that... um, When you are, it's kind of the same idea that we talk about with Christian friendship, that it's a Mm side-by-side relationship. If you're staring at this person, expecting them to make you happy Mm -hmm. and to fulfill all your, uh, whatever emotions you might have that day, Mm because it's constantly changing Mm -hmm. and to read your mind and to do what you're wishing they would do, you're not going to be happy and you're going to put a strain on your marriage. But if you're looking yeah, if at you, Christ... It, if you go into the marriage thinking, this is supposed to be my helpmeet, yeah. instead of thinking, I am this person's helpmeet, <laughs> right. then what you start doing is you start looking at all the ways they're not helping you. Totally. And, yeah, and, and, and you never you never look at all the ways you're not helping them. No. You don't evaluate it's that. You just don't go, about... And I know this because I do marriage counseling. <laughs> and I ask that question, and it's like this look of, I never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, and which is good because now you have thought about it and you can, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, so I, I think our compatibility has grown because we have, like you said, been, been dying to ourselves and the, the Lord has actually shaped, uh, shaped our marriage into something. I didn't, I don't even think it, I would have thought it could be. No, you don't. Like, cause it's so. Because our dating life wasn't as good as this. No. And our dating life was awesome. We it was loved awesome. dating each other. We got to spend all the money in the world because we had all the money in the world. Yeah. Uh, and and do all, Go out all, all yeah, the time. all the time, all the movies, all the time. Uh, and and now I am happier mm-hmm. than I would have ever even thought possible. And I can say that because I didn't even know what this level of happiness was. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know to shoot for this. Right. I, this wasn't even a goal for me. Right. Well, if you my saw, idea of happiness is even totally if you different. saw it on paper, like mm-hmm. as a young man, would you rather go out with this with mm-hmm. your girlfriend and all this fun stuff, or take constantly take care of five children mm-hmm. and and a house and but get to play D and D. On paper, yeah. You yeah, play. you play D&D on paper. It's a pen and paper game. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you, it's it's like the mystery of sanctification. That, mm-hmm. that, Holification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, is, it is totally of God. Mm-hmm. And which is, which is that, you know, that idea from Philippians that he is going to work out your salvation. Mm-hmm. That he will bring it to completion in the day of Christ Jesus. So... The Lord is doing that. He is sustaining us perfect for that mm-hmm. for that coming day. It is all... Because I didn't even know to pursue this. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't know to pursue this. No, and, we, it, and And yet we got here. Right. And so who got us here? It was the Lord. Definitely. So, I mean, so one thing is if you're in a, if you're in a new marriage, mm-hmm. uh, know that the Lord will do that. And it's going to take you places you didn't even know you needed and to it, go. And it will feel hard at times. Like, yes, but there will be there be woods there, yeah. uh, and and there be dangers afoot. One because Satan hates a gospel marriage, mm-hmm. so there's going to be dangers from outside, and two dangers from inside as the old you is as is two, being killed. Two old yous, yes, are yes. Trying the to problem, live the, in unity. The, as I tell young married couples, or or about to be married couples. You're about to have two sinners that are going to... It's been hard when one sinner has been by themselves, and now you're going to have two sinners together. Uh, thankfully, two sinners with the power of, of the Holy Spirit at work in them. Otherwise, it'd be, uh, it would be impossible. But I, I think that's why... So I would, I would, if you're a new couple, know that the Lord is going to take you where you didn't even know you are going to go. Right. And so as things are difficult or things are whatever, just know the Lord is leading you to that still waters mm-hmm. to that green pasture. Like he is going to make you to lie down in a marriage that is just going to be awesome. Uh, and you'll, that you'll have real rest in. Mm. I mean, I have rest in this marriage <coughs> through Christ. Uh, and the other is, uh, if you're, if you've been married for a while and 
you're going through a time of maybe struggling. Mm-hmm. No, you know, don't look to that other person as the reason that your marriage is the way that it right. is. Uh, look to Christ for mm-hmm. your hope. Mm-hmm. Trust in him. Whether the change is something that your partner needs mm-hmm. to have, that your spouse needs to have, or if the change is something in you that you don't even know mm-hmm. that you need. Like, I didn't know what all needed to be mm-hmm. changed in me going into to marriage. I didn't know all the things that I needed to die to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Lord did. And uh, and he He, he uses all of it. He does. He doesn't waste any he of uses, that. He used some of my weaknesses mm-hmm. to hone you. Yeah. And me both. Mm-hmm. And then he gave you a whole bag of weaknesses <laughs> right. to just own to right. own both of us. Uh, yeah, and it was it was so to look back and see the Lord the whole time mm-hmm. then enables you to look forward. Yeah. And know that the and Lord is also I just do think this. the more you're focused on glorifying God and then you are you are working side by side in this life that he's given mm-hmm. you. I always, I think of you and in, in me a lot in the garden. Like, say we were the first. Mm-hmm. We're the Adam and Eve. Yep. That he's given no you, <laughs> that he's given you this job to do. And you get to work side by side and bring glory to him together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just helps me to, to keep a clear picture of what he wants from me. Mm. Is to be there for you. To work hard to to take care of our family and the things he's given us, and when I'm focused on that, I'm not like looking at you like, "What are you mm-hmm. gonna do today mm-hmm. to make me happy?" Mm-hmm. And it just really makes for a happier home. Mm. <laughs> yeah, i i would uh, I would add to uh, to this about to about marriage. Um, one thing that was good in us getting married when we did mm-hmm. by me still being in seminary. And so this could be a benefit to being in college or not being in the quote unquote real world yet or whatever mm-hmm. is if you remember in the old Testament <clears throat> that the Hebrew men, the Jewish men got one year off of military service in order to focus on life at home with their wives. Mm-hmm. I would invest fully in that, that, that first year. Yeah. And so then the sooner you get married, actually enables you right to You're to, more do free that. to do that yes and so i would say that stretches on and the reason i bring that up is cuz that stretches on into the the rest of our years together yeah. is that focus on <laughs> that centralizing my life around marriage mm-hmm. around this is this is who i am mm-hmm. i don't make her it's it's not a me versus her thing anymore it's this is me mm-hmm. this is a this is my chief responsibility mm-hmm. And I think as men, so if you think about Hebrew men, you know, as the warrior or whatever, like that's what it is to be a man. Mm-hmm. And to have them be reminded, no, what it is to be a man now for you is chiefly at home with your wife. Mm-hmm. Now, you're still going to have to go out to battle and be that kind of man. But that's not the chief man that you are. And I think our world paints a picture of what manhood is. Mm-hmm. And I think it can it can rob from the home. And I think... Not telling you that when you get married, you should take a year off of work. But <laughs> everyone's I think like, everyone's like, really? That's tell. awesome. But I do think that can teach us, for us, one of the great struggles for men, I would say, that, I, that I've learned from, from, from that and, and, and just seeing it is we have a picture of men as these hardworking 40 hours a week outside the home, you know, and then more than 40 hours a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then coming home and being so tired mm-hmm. and thinking that the way that we're a man is about how much time we spend working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we actually, the home actually struggles. Mm-hmm. And, but we think, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to be as a man. And so to remind, uh, and you, you remember, remember how important it is going out to war. You remember what happened when David was with Bathsheba? Mm-hmm. All the men... And the kings were supposed to go out to war with the people. War was something the men were supposed to do, and mm-hmm. he stayed home. Mm-hmm. And that's when he got in the sin with Bathsheba. But here we have Jewish men that are told, but if you get married, we want you to stay home. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, think about how important they're saying that is. You actually have from God a stipulation. No, you should be home. That mm-hmm. The home, and what is that doing? That centralizing the home mm-hmm. as what it means to be a man. Yeah, uh, and I—I I mean, I would encourage all young men be very careful about 
timing your marriage so that when you get married, you're having to be out of the home all the time already. Mm-hmm. And strapped. Because you're, cause financially. you're and financially strapped because you're six year, you know, you're, you're, you're two years or one year or your first year at your job mm-hmm. and you're on the lowest totem and, you have and you're having to put in the most work. Huge college debt. All this college debt you've got to pay off. And her college debt. Instead of both of you being <laughs> in college and going to class and then coming home and just being together or right. whatever, I, I, I would encourage you. Or if you're a man who has already been spending all of your time in work and you see that as your manhood mm-hmm. responsibility to the home, I would, I would tell you to, to look at that and realize that that's, that is our modern world mm-hmm. that has placed it. Because, I mean, you've got to think about it for most of human history. Mm-hmm. mankind's job has been at them. So when you put in 80 hours a week, you're putting in 80 hours a week in the field mm-hmm. next to your house mm-hmm. with the with the wife there or, you know, so, I mean, this idea of, of being away mm-hmm. uh, is, as men, we need to realize that our primary responsibility is the home mm-hmm. uh, and to to labor to make that home uh, what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say that's one thing that I've really learned yeah. is I'm laboring more in the home mm-hmm. than I was when I first started. Yeah. I thought the labor that I did for the home was out of the home. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come back to the home, you know, with my monies mm-hmm. or whatever and realizing that, no, my labor is here. Mm-hmm. And that, that then allows me to be a better worker out, out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like for a pastor, I think that's, you know, why, uh, Timothy and Titus are are told by Paul that husbands should show their or that pastors should show their uh, their good husbandry by having well established homes. Mm-hmm. So how you do at home Part shows of your qualification. yeah yeah as, as as an elder is yeah. that you have a well managed home. So it, we're not gonna get started on this. The one one of the qualifications that we ignore. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in choosing pastors, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would, I would encourage that. That is one thing that I've learned. Yeah. And I think my, my schedule has, has changed because of that. Oh, uh, it's, and it's changed. I will say that has changed everything for me. Um, having you here and, and doing this together. Yeah. And I'm able to do it right. here. There are and a not, lot of people no, that not cannot, can. and I am not saying right. that the man should work from home, No, but what I am saying is that the man must realize that he, he, can't needs be to, detached. he needs to get home as soon as possible. And right. even when he's at work, he is not detached from the home. His, right. his work is all tied to mm-hmm. his primary job, mm-hmm. which is getting the home going well. Right. Uh, and if his job forced him to be out of the home for whatever period of time, so one thing you could do would be just don't like, oh, I'm off work, so I'm going to go do my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then the, the wife or whomever is still sort of, Navigating the home solo because mm-hmm. you're out doing your man thing or whatever it might be, uh, just just realize and and offer a, and man how great that we have cell phones and texts mm-hmm. and stuff like that now you can constantly be inundating your wife with prayers and scripture and hearing what's going right. on right and, and you know even before you moved your office here we you were right down the hill we could call you if I was mm-hmm. having a hard time with a kid yeah I could drive up there yeah you would there were many times you drove up to handle a situation yeah. that was getting and out that was, of- funny that was part of the Lord sort of teaching me this eventually he was like why are you coming down to the office <laughs> right you know, it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, but I, I am glad you add that. That we are. I'm in the 99.9 percentile. Yeah. And you can't this. put that noose around. No, I, I, the noose is not. No, work at home. Right. Absolutely. The, the noose is recognizing because the men that got the year off from being a warrior, it wasn't a lifetime off from being right, a warrior. Right. They still had to go out to battle and mm-hmm. possibly die. Right. <laughs> so you got to go to battle. But what did, what did that year teach them? That year taught them this that your primary home. identity is the home. Mm-hmm. That's how you're a man. Not going out and being a warrior for the nation, but the home. Mm-hmm. And now that the home's... Now let's go defend the home. And what a joy. Like what a gift that was. Yeah. What a fun thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that would be one thing if I'm talking about what I've learned... <laughs> As a husband, mm-hmm. that's one thing I've really learned as a husband. Mm-hmm. And again, my situation is different in how I do that. Mm-hmm. But I think if my job were anywhere, it would, would still be, be shaped by this reality. You would be more connected totally today yeah. than you yeah. were. My 
every every hour not at work would be shaped. Mm-hmm. I would I would do as much as I could to be here as much as I can mm-hmm. or could be. Uh, yeah, because this is this is my primary mm-hmm. spot of discipleship and of uh, dedication to the Lord mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is where this is where I'm called. Yeah. What about you? you? Got anything else you want to share? Oh, she's back. Uh, she leapt at us that time like a she's, like a like a cougar. She is like really having a good time yeah, today. The kids are gone. <laughs> That's it. I she's think it's bored. funny that we mentioned how we weren't going to be disturbed. And I she's know. disturbed us far more than the way kids more than Jack. You're way. And now way she look worse at her. She's Jack. up on a dresser next to us <laughs> and is gazing upon us. <laughs> She's some king of the the jungle. She's ready to pounce again. Her creepy green eyes. Yeah. So what? What's a? So we're at. Yeah. Golly, we're at fifty five minutes. If we've been talking for fifteen years now. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you've learned that you want to talk about? Yeah. Or anything else about marriage? What's okay? So we'll just go then to uh, okay. our surprise yellow salad. Okay. Favorite marriage memory. Oh my. Favorite words. memory from our fifteen years together. Oh my goodness. That's why it's a surprise jello salad. Well, man, do you have one? Or do you know? No, that's why I asked you first. (laughs) There's just so much. There's been so much goodness. Um, And like you said earlier, hard, hard moments. Like when I think back to like my first pregnancy, Mm -hmm. being plunged into that world Mm. was just brutal. But so good for me. And and every baby that God has sent our way has been another opportunity to to die. Mm-hmm. But then to find so much new life and growth and fruit that mm. just is just bursting, bursting from our home. And it's like, like you said earlier, or what we were talking about, it is not one of those things that you would feel brave enough to sign up for. Like I remember when we were pregnant with maybe the second and I knew I wanted to have about four maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think I, I can't do this that many more times. And now here we are. On- I, I remember crying when the fourth one was coming because our home with the three yeah. was so perfect. Yeah. And like, then we got shepherd. Oh, which I mean, how lucky is that? Someday we'll do a whole podcast on shepherd. Cause he is not real. <laughs> He is not real. He's not. Um, but just the goodness of the Lord to to ask you to do hard things that you don't mm-hmm. feel capable capable of. But it's such a blessing to mm-hmm. follow Him and to say yes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm yours. Whatever you want from me. Um, but I, gosh, I hate to to talk about something we've already talked about. But I think our Nantucket trip. Oh, it's yeah. probably spur of the moment. It's just like a magical, total spur of the moment. It's a like magical you can't get memory. more spur of the moment than that. No, it was such a big adventure. It was yeah. like it was like, and I drove the whole <laughs> time. Not a single mile was anyone else Listen, behind the wheel. You've already told everybody all about. But there that. might have been some who don't remember. Yeah, if you want to know the whole story, scroll back through our episodes and find the, yeah, the Nantucket, Nantucket yeah. episode. So we're not going to talk about Nantucket. But um, best place. It on did. It. <laughs> it did feel like. Okay, it, was, it felt like we were all here. God pulled them out now. And we see. jumped into a storybook for two weeks. Oh, yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. Just like, it was just a magical, mm. magical thing. Um, and one of the best mm. memories that I have. So We don't go on a lot of vacations. No. So it's really slim pickings if we're going to look at that. Right. Um, I would say my favorite memory, is, or the thing I think about most, is you. You have just grown so much in godliness. Like, I can't... It's like, I have horrible memory about myself. (laughs) But I have... No, not about you. I have a horrible memory about, like, I don't remember anything of my life. I can't remember things. I can remember book facts and all the randomness, but my own life is like a scattered mess. Uh... But it's like I can see these little still pictures of your sanctification along the way. And it is so, like that for me is so encouraging. Like for the, (laughs) I just said this to make her, she's just bawling now. Uh, 
is so encouraging to me because I assume in seeing what the Lord is doing in you that he that he's got to be doing that in me. Yeah. And I, it doesn't feel like I've grown <laughs> that much, you know. Yeah. Uh, but to see how much you have grown in godliness is like a mirror. Like if he's helped my help meet that much, is, he, is that how much he's helping me? Definitely. Is that how much he's grown me? Yeah. Uh, and so I would say when I, when I think about marriage and when I think about our marriage in this 15 years, like what still pictures like flash through my mind, it is you and your growth as a woman and as a godly woman that I just couldn't have expected from that young lady that I married 15 years ago. So the Lord is, the Lord is, that's, that's a goodness from the Lord that I, that I remember. (laughs) What about you? Thank you. (laughs) That made me just like start Ugly crying. Ugly crying. You have no idea. Uh, But it's just, it just hit me because you just, uh, when I think back to, the early years and it wasn't there was just so much immaturity as a woman um and leaving home mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she held up a finger she doesn't realize this is all audio but she did hold up a finger to you and say one second one second listening phone but just feeling so young in my faith and and so I had so much anxiety and that God was going to take care of me and grow me and that I'd ever know anything about him. Like, mm. it's just good to to reflect on. And, and I totally agree with what you're saying because I think I put it on Facebook today that um, I don't know if anyone out there has seen Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, <laughs> but... Our wedding was kind of based on that movie. It was my mm-hmm. favorite movie. Uh, kind of growing up and in college, I just adored it. I had the soundtrack. I'd sing it all the way from Norman to home every time I would drive, just belting it out. And uh, I, I put some pictures on Facebook of Chris when he when we got married. He looks like the youngest Pontipe brother, Gideon, who's just this cute little. <laughs> Skinny. I just, I was like, is that what I look like? <laughs> wow. He's pre- like Gideon is the yeah. cutest of all the brothers, but then there's another brother named Benjamin who is like stud muffin. Like <laughs> he is so yeah. burly, handsome, lumberjack looking guy. So I put side by side pictures of Chris when we got married and today, and I said that you know when you marry Gideon Ponape. Who's cute, but then he grows up to be Benjamin. Hubba mm, hubba. Yeah. <laughs> like, but in that post, I said that the same thing I've seen on the outside, that growth from, mm. from young man to this man, mm. um, has taken place on the inside too, of, of, of your heart. Like I've seen it happen and <laughs> stop. He's pretending to start ugly crying. <laughs> I wish not all would. of me has grown up. I wish you would just start bawling right now. <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh, what in the world?" <laughs> but the, the last thing I said is that it in this really broken, sad world, it it helps me to imagine life in the new heavens and new earth. Mm-hmm. Just being with you and and watching you become more like Christ. Eschatology note: You're not imagining. <laughs> You're in the life in the new Stop. heavens and the new earth. Like this is this is it coming. It is like the, this is the already of it's that like kingdom. The, the shoot coming yeah. out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. So it just takes my breath away because it's not just marriage and it's not just you being a good man. And I'm lucky I got a great husband. It's kingdom. Like mm. this is the kingdom of God, and it's beautiful and it's life giving. And there's nowhere else you would rather be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. <laughs> Amen, preacher, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we could we could now the cat is showing off by cleaning herself in front of us, <laughs> um, which Leslie loves. 
So that's going to be our cue is, as Chloe the cat has told us to wrap it Take up, guys. I'm taking a bath. And we got to go eat our leftovers. Yep, because this is how we do our date nights. <laughs> we just sit at home and we watch something and we hang out because you know what? Our favorite thing to do is just be with each other. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So who needs to go somewhere else with a bunch of weirdos out there? Right. Yeah. No All giving each other the COVID licking, licking sea shanty rails and... <laughs> And looting. And looting. I mean, let's just stay home. Let's just stay home. Okay. All right. Well, it was good to talk to you guys. Hope we encouraged you. Hope your marriages are as blessed as ours have been. And in Christ, the good thing is they are. Mm -hmm. The same God who has blessed us richly is blessing you. And in 15 years, we'll be able to come back and say, you know those kids that talked to you guys 15 years ago uh, about how great their marriage was? Uh, God has been ever faithful in that. Uh, So anyway... We hope this has been an enjoyment. We'll see you guys in another 15 years. No, we'll, <laughs> no, we're coming back. We'll do more podcasts, but we just want to do this special one for y'all. Uh, so I, I would ask you a favor. Um, pray for our marriage. Uh, if you could, it's good to know that others are praying for us. We'll pray for you guys' marriage. If you want to send us a line about how we can pray for your marriage or just some like, blessings that you've seen in your own marriage, of course, Send it to askthepodcast at gmail.com. We read those uh, when it tells us we've got them. We love uh, them. And we love, we love to get those. Yeah. And some of you have become really good friends through those uh, emails. So keep them up. We'll pray for your marriages and, and just celebrate God's blessings in them. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs>